Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter code FACE at checkout. That's harrys.com, code FACE. Enjoy! From Nashville, Tennessee, this is Parareality Radio. I'm Sandman, and I'll be your host for the next hour. Good evening, everybody, and thanks for tuning in. Well, it's Monday, July the 2nd, 2012, and that means that it's time for another episode of Parareality Radio. Tonight's show was basically just uh, an open mic night. I'm going to be discussing really just some... Well, just whatever comes into my head, so there's really no format on the show tonight. But first of all, before we get into the show and get into me just doing my ramblings, let me tell you how you can get in contact with me, because there are a few different ways, as you probably already know. First of all, you can reach me on Yahoo Messenger by using my screen name, which is GrayDragon98, and that's spelled G-R-E-Y. D-R-A-G-O-N with the number 98 on the end of it. No underscore or spaces or anything like that. Just GrayDragon98 on Yahoo Messenger. Now, if you're not already on my contact list, please let me know that you listen to the show whenever you send me a friend request. Otherwise, I'll just decline your invitation and probably report you as spam because, believe it or not, the spammers have invaded Yahoo Messenger and I get spam IMs all the time for people wanting me to uh, pay money for, you know, to watch them take their clothes off and all that sorts of jazz. So uh, make sure when you send me a friend request, if you're not already on my contact list, that you just let me know you listen to the show, okay? You can also drop me an email. That's sandman at parareality.com. Once again, that email address is sandman at parareality. Com. That's sandman at P-A-R-A-R-E-A-L-I-T-Y dot 
www.pararealtor.com. Or you can just visit my website, which is, of course, parareality.com. And I'm also available on Facebook. Just uh, send me a friend request there. Look for Sandman.Parareality. That's Sandman.Parareality on Facebook. So those are all the different ways that you can get in touch with me. Yahoo Messenger, that's uh, GreyDragon98 on Yahoo Messenger. Send me an email, sandman at parareality.com, or just visit the website, which is, of course, parareality.com. Also on Facebook, facebook.com slash sandman.parareality. Damn, my head is itching me really bad tonight. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> so, um, like I said, tonight's show really isn't, um, doesn't have a specific format. I'm just going to kind of keep it to what... Uh, Whatever flows into my head. Just doing an open mic show. I'm, just, you know, I'm trying to get back into the swing of things after being uh, on hiatus for the last two or three years, and uh, trying to get back uh, slowly into things. So um, I'm just gonna keep it kind of uh, light for this month's show. Maybe pick up something that's really uh, a little bit more heavily uh, into the the show. Maybe next month. So uh, I want to start off by reading a couple of emails that I got from people who uh, listened to the show before and uh, have have started picking it back up again. (coughs) Excuse me. (coughs) Sorry about that. This first one comes from Krista. And this email says, Hi, Sandman. I'm glad you keep at it. I'm still looking forward to hearing your old shows in podcast format one day. Well, guess what, Krista? First of all, thank you for that email. And I'm glad to know that you're glad that I'm back. And second of all, to uh, address the podcast format, of course, you know, that's what this show really is going to be all about. This is more of a podcast type of a show. Not really going to have any live shows for the immediate future, but that can always change and probably will change. Um, I just, uh, right now, like I said, uh, I'm keeping it slow, starting out small, and uh, we're just going to keep creeping along and see how things go with that. But um, to further address the podcast thing, uh, probably one of the things that I'm going to do is uh, I'm going to have... I'm just going to just bombard you guys with Parareality Radio. Because, you know, there's uh, there's the Live 365 show, which I had for five years. And uh, I did a, a couple of years on a terrestrial radio station here in the Nashville, Tennessee area on WRFN. And uh, for those people who weren't really local to the WRFN area, or to the... Uh, Nashville area, you didn't really get to hear the WRFN shows. Now, we were on the Internet, uh, and you could listen, but uh, it wasn't as widely heard as the uh, Live 365 show. So I am going to make those shows available. I I managed to uh, get my hands on probably, uh, well, a majority of my shows. Some of them uh, have been lost to the sands of time, I'm sure, Um but I managed to get my hands on uh, a lot of my WRFN shows, and I'm going to make those available on Parareality.com as well. So you'll be able to hear 
this version of Pair Reality, hosted by Spreaker, you'll be able to hear this show. You'll be able to hear past episodes of Pair Reality Radio from Live 365, from the five-year run that I did there. And then you'll also be able to listen to the WRFN shows that I managed to get my hands on. Uh, You'll be able to listen to those. So I have three different, I guess, versions of Parareality Radio that you'll be able to, to listen to. But that, of course, is all up and coming here on Parareality. You can, uh, once again, access all those in the near future by going to Parareality.com, and I'll have different uh, little areas of the uh, website where you can download and or listen to each individual version of pair reality. So I got a lot of things uh, in store, and I hope that it all works out. But those those are going to come eventually, and uh, hopefully before the end of the summer, I'll have all that up and running. But that's how things are, are planned out tentatively for this point. So uh, moving along, uh, my next email comes from Godsminder, who was uh, he's actually. He, over in the UK, he's been listening to the show for, he was a long-time fan of, of the show, and uh, it looks like he's still still going to be listening. It says, uh, Hi, Sandman. I thought your show was a great success, and good to have you back in the radio saddle. I have really missed your broadcast and look forward to the next ones. Well done, and keep it up. God's Minder. Thank you very much, God's Minder. I appreciate it. Um, of course, uh, who knows what the exact future holds for me and Parareality Radio, but I am back in whatever form I'm in <laughs> this go-around. Uh, this is actually, I was thinking about it the other day, and this is actually my sixth season of Parareality, so, uh, Parareality Radio, so, um, it, let's see how, let's <laughs> see how it goes for the remainder of the, the year. I mean, I'm, 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 I'm glad to be back, and, and I'm glad that, that there are people who, people who are, Still, fans of the show from the old pair of reality radio back on Live 365, and and I'm glad that you guys are are happy that I'm back. Now, my next email is actually uh, it it comes from uh, well, it's based on the first show that I did in June, and this is actually uh, a response, or a comment, I guess you could say, to, uh, about that first show. This comes from longtime listener of the show, James, and he wrote me a, a rather uh, extensive email, and I'm, I'm not going to uh, read the whole entire thing, so I am going to cut parts of this thing out, but uh, I, I thought this was... Uh, a good email made a very valid point, and I thought it deserved uh, being addressed. So I, I figured, why not do it on this show? Because this is my open mic show. So um, James writes, I have to tell you that I was a little taken aback at this latest broadcast. I was very happy to hear that you had returned and even more excited to listen in, that is, until the point of what to do to protect oneself against ghosts, K-1. 
came into play. And to once again go into paraphrase it, uh, verbal incantations without the evocation of the Lord Jesus Christ will never work, and honestly, Sandman, I have seen how it will rarely fail even when his name has been used. This, I believe, lies within the premise of divine intervention and even a lack of solid belief on the part of the exorcist, but to use the herb sage, lay down salt, or rhyme in some incantation, even doing so rather well, isn't ever going to lift a demonic presence or infestation. Uh, let's see. Uh, it goes on to say, uh, I'm not going to say that I disrespect your opinion or belief on the matter. I happen to think that you are a good man who has good intentions, and thus the reason why I am such a fan of yours. I do happen to believe that in this time you made the show more personally hewn than you normally have in the past, and within this personalization became caught up with legitimizing the best possible way you believe to rid someone of a bad ghost. Honestly, I think it would have been better if you would have explained that you don't necessarily adhere to any which way you define, but you just wanted to exclaim what people do out there. In this way, there wouldn't have been an isolation of those of us who cannot believe differently. Um, well, James, thank you very much for uh, writing in. And, of course, that wasn't the whole entire email. I, I cut a lot of it out and just kind of paraphrased it. And um, I, I have uh, emailed James a response to this, and I did tell him that I was going to be discussing his email on this show. Um, and he makes a very valid point. Um, I'm not going to say that I thought that I did the show more personally than I normally have. Of course, you know, I do put a lot of my beliefs into the show, and uh, I, I try not to overwhelm the, the listeners of the show with what my personal beliefs are, but it's impossible to do a show like this without interjecting some of your personal beliefs into it. However, in this case, I was not interjecting any of my personal beliefs in the show. Um, I do think that there was a little bit of a misunderstanding uh, from James on what it was that I was saying. First of all, um, he is obviously a very religious man. He does believe in God, and he believes that if you're going to uh, protect yourself, you need to invoke the name of the Lord Jesus Christ or God, and I have no problems with that. That's personally what... You know his personal belief system is, and that's very cool, and I respect him for that. Uh, but I think what he failed to understand is that number one, what I was saying was that these were spells to use to protect oneself against harm. Now, a spell is just that. It's a spell. These spells are Wiccan in nature. Not that I am a practicing Wiccan, but I do know about the religion. I have studied it, ex it extensively. And the spells that I gave, the three of them, were exactly that. They were spells. They are Wiccan spells to protect oneself from harm. Um, and another thing that he was talking about was uh, that was in his email was... was 
you know, demons and demonology and non-human spirits and stuff. And let me tell you something. I, I did say on the show that uh, it, it was I was n- trying not to include those entities in with all this because I am not an expert in demonology or non-human entities. Um, maybe I need to study up on it a little bit, but I am not an expert in that area, and I was not trying to claim that I was an expert in that area, nor do I want to be an expert in that area at this point in time. So while I did mention them, uh, I was not per se saying that you can use these spells to protect yourself from harm against them. Um, I, I, I personally believe that religion has no place in the world of paranormal investigation. Uh, Certainly, if you think you are dealing with a non-human entity or a demon, then yes, maybe you do need to bring your religious beliefs into it. Uh, But just in the general sense, the general world of paranormal investigating, I do not believe that religion uh, should be brought into it. So, I was not trying to broach that point. Um, I, I wasn't trying to open that door. And, you know, his email made me realize that, well, um, maybe I should have. Maybe I should have uh, taken into consideration a little bit more uh, the people who, who do have a high religious uh, uh, background. Um and I probably should have have uh, uh, had a little bit more in there about religion and bringing one's religious beliefs and, and invoking Jesus Christ. But uh, once again, I, I just don't believe that religion has a place in the world of paranormal investigating. So I wasn't trying to go there. And just because, once again, I believe something doesn't necessarily mean that everybody else has to and like I said it's kind of hard to do a show like this and not put some of your personal beliefs into it because it's just human nature I mean it's it's the way that we're made you can't be 100% non-biased all of the time but uh, that's he brought up, like I said, a very valid point, a very good point, um, and thanks for thanks, James, for for bringing that up. Thanks for writing that very tasteful email. I appreciate it, and no offense taken. I mean, I always want to hear from people who have a different opinion from me. Uh, just because those of you who have listened to the show for a long time, you'll know that. Just because I believe a certain way and and believe in a certain thing doesn't necessarily mean that I expect you to fall right along in line with that. There's so many radio hosts or talk show hosts that, especially in this field, that they want you to follow their beliefs. They want you to subscribe to their theories. And if you don't, then they are quick to turn on you and say, well, forget about you, you know. And I'm I'm just not like that. I want you to have your own opinions. I want you to have your own beliefs and your own views. I want that for you. And I, I want you to let me know whenever you don't agree with me. Now, 
you don't have to be rude about it. You can be very tasteful about it, which is exactly what James did. And I will respond much more readily to that than I will to someone who's being an a-hole about the whole situation because I, I don't I don't take kindly to that. And uh, anyway, I'm I'm not going to get on that soapbox. But uh, yeah, if if you have a different opinion than mine, if you think my opinion is wrong, or maybe you have something uh, something that I didn't look at or whatever, such as what James pointed out, then yeah, email me. Let me know. Sandman at parareality.com. It's that simple. And uh, may even get your letter read on the air. Who knows? Hell, it may even get you a guest spot on the show if it's good enough. You know, <laughs> I'm always looking for guests. So, who knows? <laughs> you may one day uh, be a guest on Parareality Radio. Well, that kind of does it for the uh, email segment. I don't have any more emails that I was going to uh, going to read to you. Just just those three. I will have to say that. Um, uh, since I have moved Parareality Radio over to Spreaker, that uh, I am very impressed with the reception that I have received over there. Um, I've got already gotten some uh, good reviews from the Spreaker people. I've, I've got some followers who are actually on Spreaker.com. Um, and it's, it's really turning out to be... Um, well, better than, I guess, what I had actually anticipated it to be. It's not, um, of course, Spreaker's new, and that's one of the reasons why I decided to, to go with Spreaker. Well, there are many varied reasons, but one of the reasons is that Spreaker, Spreaker is a, a relatively new player on the, the podcasting game, and uh, I, wanted to, I wanted something a little bit different, and I, I just liked all of the... I guess options is is a good word. I just liked all the options that I had by moving over to Spreaker. So, you guys, if um, if you're listening to the show um, and you're listening to it from Facebook or you're listening to it off of uh, Parareality.com, go to Spreaker, S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R, Spreaker.com, and uh, look around there. You may find some other shows that uh, will appeal to you. Now, there's, there's music shows, there's talk shows. Most of them are talk. Uh, talk is very popular. Apparently, being a TJ is the end thing to do and has been for a little while. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so, yeah, check uh, check Spreaker out and let me know what you thought about it. And, and speaking of Spreaker, um, just to do a little filler time here. Um, I have a little side project that I'm uh, working on that will be available for you guys to listen to only on Facebook. And it's, it's or, well, actually, you can listen to it on Spreaker, too. But the, the main way that I'm going to make it available to the masses is going to be on Facebook. This is kind of my little side project. Um, it's called Set It Off. And this has nothing to do with the paranormal at all. It's just a side project radio show. Actually, one that I've been wanting to do um, 
for many years now. As, as a matter of fact, before I started Parareality Radio, the whole concept for Set It Off was originally what I was going to do. Um, back when I first started Parareality Radio on the Alternacast radio network, which has been several years ago. Um, but, uh, anyway, I digress. Um, I was going to, to do this show called Set It Off, and uh, I, I wound up, um, there were, on Alternacast, there were too many people who had something that was kind of similar, and I wanted to be different, and so I decided, you know what, I'm just going to do a coast-to-coast AM type show, because I didn't think that there were that many people who were doing it, and lo and behold, everybody was doing it, just not on the Alternacast radio network. So, uh, those of you who have been a long-time listener of the show, you know that whole story about Alternacast and what happened there and how I wound up on Live 365, so I'm not going to bore everybody with that by repeating it over and over again, but, uh, Anyway, I, I decided uh, as a side project here that I would would finally do Set It Off. And what is Set It Off? You're, I, I can tell you're asking, what is Set It Off? What the hell does it have to do with Parareality Radio? Well, it, it has actually absolutely nothing to do with Parareality Radio other than the fact that I'm the host. Set It Off is just basically uh, what sets me off, what basically what pisses me off today. <laughs> you know, what's my latest pet peeve? I, I've done two shows. Um, got some good reviews of, on them over there at Spreaker, and I'm, I'm going to start making them available on the Facebook page. So if you haven't friended me on Facebook, you need to go check me out and listen to Set It Off, and it's basically about uh, basically anything that, that frustrates me. Um... My latest episode is actually a very serious topic about illegal aliens and sex crimes and how many sex crimes are committed every year by illegal aliens in this nation. Now, if if you think that someone being here illegally is a totally and completely victimless crime, you need to listen to this show and maybe it will change your mind. Once again, the name of the show is Set It Off, and I'm going to make it available on Facebook on my Facebook page, that's Sandman.Parareality on Facebook. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, I said it has absolutely nothing to do with, with Parareality Radio, but uh, I just thought that since I was talking about Spreaker.com that I would uh, uh, bring that up because it is... Uh, well, it does, I guess, has a little bit to do with me. But anyway, it has nothing to do with with Parareality Radio. So uh, I'm going to, I think in a minute here, I'm going to take a quick little break and get something to drink and kind of my throat's getting dry. You, you guys remember my throat gets dry really, really easily, really quickly, apparently. So uh, I failed to bring anything to drink with me up to the Parareality Radio studio. By the way, I've... I've I've reopened the Parareality Radio studio uh, in the process of, uh, I, well, I've got it cleaned up, uh, spent this whole entire week cleaning it up, and I'm going to, I'm going to redecorate. I'm going to um, spruce the place up and redecorate it and get it all back together for another episode of 
Parareality Radio. Another another run, not another episode, another run <laughs> of Parareality Radio. And it's good to be back in the Parareality Radio studio. Just got, uh, uh, got a few things that I want to do. But anyway, I'm going to take a little break here, and uh, I'm going to get something to drink and uh, let you listen to a little bit of music. This is... Um, what do I want to let you guys listen to? I think I'm going to let you guys listen to... Uh, the latest Soundgarden. This is off the Avengers soundtrack. This is uh, Live to Rise. And I'll let you listen to this, and I'm going to get something to drink, and I'll be back, and I'll finish doing some ramblings. <laughs> and we'll actually start talking about some paranormal stuff, too. All right, all right. I'll be back.
I'm back, and boy, did I need that little break. Man, I <coughs> thought I was going to freaking die of thirst there for a minute. <laughs> anyway, so you're probably wondering if you've been listening to me ramble for almost 30 minutes. What in the hell does this have to do with anything paranormal? Well, I, I told you this was just going to be an open mic show. Mainly the reason for that was because I only had two weeks in between the first show and the second show, and I got a lot of stuff going on, and I didn't actually have time enough to put together a proper show for for parareality, like what I normally do. So I thought I would just leave this like an open mic night and just talk about whatever came to my head. And so that's the reason kind of why for the ramblings. So, you know, I was at work the other day, and one of my co-workers come up to me and said, uh, Hey, you're a ghost hunter, aren't you? And first of all, God, you know how I hate that term, ghost hunter. It's such a, in my opinion, it's such a negative term. It has such a negative connotation to it. It, it, it just brings visions of kids who don't know what they're doing, running through cemeteries at night with a flashlight, tripping over tombstones and laughing and giggling and all that crap. And I just hate it. I am not a ghost hunter. I am a paranormal investigator. But I let it go. You know, I didn't say anything. And I was like, well, no. I'm a researcher. <laughs> That's really what I said. And uh, so she proceeded to tell me that uh, this property that her family has is, uh, it used to be part of a huge plantation couple of hundred years ago or or whatever and uh oh, back in the 1800s let's put it that way and um around the civil war time um but anyway um the family that owned it you know broke up the the plantation has sold stuff off in tracks and everything and uh she's got a nephew that is very young and uh he claims that he has seen uh, apparitions. And she herself has experienced what can only be described as shadow people just based from just based solely off what, what she told me that she has seen just off of her descriptions themselves. Um, it's shadow people. And um, um, there's been incidences where other people have seen shadow people and uh like i said her nephew has seen an app actual full-bodied apparition uh, i think a couple of different times so we started having this whole conversation about shadow people and then about children being more open to the paranormal so that's kind of what i wanted to talk about in this little segment here was children being open to the paranormal you know there is a just a widespread belief that the younger you are, the more open to the paranormal that that that, that your mind is. And the reason for that is basically because kids don't have that same belief system that we do as adults. They don't, um, you know, kids have, you know, imaginary friends and their imaginations are so wild and vivid and and they're, everything is new to them and exciting. And 
you know, the world's a big, scary place, and I'm not saying that they're not scared of stuff. Of course they are, but, but the world is also a big, exciting place. And kids are more mentally and emotionally and psychically open to the possibility of the paranormal. I think that's why so many children have paranormal experiences, and it doesn't scare them. It doesn't frighten them. Uh, you know, it's just another day. It's just another imaginary friend to come to come to light. And there seems to be a how can I put this? There seems to be, I think, a correlation to and it's not not just children, but I think anybody, no matter what your age, I think there seems to be a correlation to paranormal experiences and how open your mind is. And like I said, children are just more open and they don't have the same set of beliefs that we do. So that makes their mind more open to paranormal experiences. Now, my first paranormal experience that I had was when I was a child. I was an older child. I was probably nine or maybe ten years old and I had a set of bunk beds in my room. Uh, I was an only child. I was raised an only child. So why did I have bunk beds? Because I was raised an only child and I was spoiled. I wanted bunk beds. So I got bunk beds, you know. Um, But uh, one evening I was sleeping on the top bunk. You know, since there was me and I didn't have to share. I could sleep on whatever bed you know I wanted to, top or bottom, just depending on what I felt like. So uh, this particular evening, I was sleeping on the top bunk, and I just woke up from a, a sound sleep. I was dead asleep, and for whatever reason, I just woke up. Nothing that I can't explain it. I mean, there was not like a noise or nobody said my name or shook me or anything like that. I was just, one minute I was asleep and then the next minute, there I am wide awake. And as I was lying there trying to go back to sleep, um, I was just, well, not really doing anything. I was just lying there trying to go back to sleep. And my parents bedroom was directly across the hall from mine and my mother even to this day cannot sleep without a nightlight on she has to have some sort of light somewhere and she has always my whole entire life probably hers too but I know my whole entire life she has slept with a nightlight on and this was no different she had a nightlight in the hallway, so I could see um, very, very clearly. I mean, you know, it's not like it was a huge bright light, but it was the only light on, that was on in the house, and it was in the hall, and I had a pretty good view of the hall. And um, as I was lying there trying to go back to sleep, I heard the sound of soft footsteps on carpet 
and it was coming from my parents' room. And I thought, well, it's just my mother. She's getting up, you know, maybe to go to the bathroom, or maybe she wants to check on me, or, you know, get something to drink, or whatever, you know. And I heard these footsteps, and they kept getting closer and closer. And they came out of my parents' room, walked across the hall, and stopped at the threshold to my door. Now, once again, this nightlight was on, and I had clear view of my doorway, and there was nothing there. There was nobody there. And I heard something kind of sigh and smack their lips, and it was kind of like a big... <sighs> like that. And then the footsteps turned, and they walked down the hall. Now, that was my first paranormal experience, and that's kind of what set me on this path that I have been on for the rest of my life. But why did I have this experience? Well, we can, you can look at the, the house, the history of the house. Okay, uh, we were the only family that ever lived in that house. It was brought brand new. No one had ever died in it. So you can take that, the history of the house, and, and there you go. Throw that out. Okay. Well, what's the history of the property? I don't know. I think that was probably someone's farm at one point in time, that subdivision that we were living in. I have no idea. Could it have been, you know, somebody who lived on the, the property at one point in time? Very well could have. I more like to think that it was just the spirit of someone who was passing through. And they just kind of sensed that I was awake and just stopped by to just kind of say hi or whatever and realized that I was freaked out and then maybe changed their minds. I don't know. But, you know, why did I have this experience? Like I asked, I don't know why I had this experience. But, like I said, I was a child. My mind was more open to it. And maybe this spirit sensed that and was just trying to make contact with somebody just to say something. Maybe it had something to say. And I think that's why a lot of children are contacted by spirits because they can sense that their mind is more open to the possibility of things like this. And it's a lot easier to talk to someone who wants to talk to you, right, than it is to someone who doesn't. And it's a, it's a lot easier, I think, for these spirits to contact somebody who is open to the idea of, of something like this. And a lot of times when they make the contact, the child will carry on a whole complete conversation with this spirit. And the spirit can convey the message to them. You know, uh, sometimes I think the spirit is just, it's lonely. Maybe it's scared. Uh, doesn't want to, quote unquote, go to the light. You know, it's, it doesn't know what to do. And it senses, here's a here's a child, and, and this, this mind is, is open to me, and I can talk to this child. So I think sometimes it winds up being therapeutic more so for the spirit than it does for, you know, in anything else. Um, 
never, you know, I'm not going to be able to, I don't think, prove this theory. But um, I think it's a pretty good theory that I've got going there. So wh what do you think? What do you? Th what's your opinion on children being more susceptible to the paranormal? Why, why do you think that it's so much easier for spirits to contact children? And why do you think they do it? And uh, speaking of spirits, not, you know, what about, I spent the first part of the show talking about a little bit about non-human entities and demons and stuff. Is it possible for non-human entities and demons to be, uh, is it easier, not possible, but is it easier for, for these type of, of entities to, to contact children? If so, I guess that would make children uh, more susceptible to being possessed. And I guess if you think about it, a lot of the cases of possession that you hear are young people. Um, certainly, most of the cases of poltergeist activity are manifested around young people. And that theory goes back to, you know, angst and emotional problems and anger and puberty and adolescence and all that other sorts of stuff. And I, I have done shows about poltergeists in the past, so you, you know, know my those of you who've heard that show know what my opinion on poltergeists are. Uh, those of you who don't, well, let me let me tell you a little bit in 30 seconds or less. I think it's just it's it's a manifestation based upon extreme uh, emotions that's manifested by people who are going through tough emotional times, or more specifically, adolescence, teen, teenage angst, and stuff of that nature. <coughs> Excuse me. Um. But if you're you listen to the show and you have opinions on is it easier for demonic entities or non-human entities to possess children to to make contact with children, let me know what you think. Um, James, who obviously has a uh, background in religion and demonic entities, non-human entities. If you're listening to this show, James, what what do you think? Let me know. Send me an email. Sandman at parareality.com Children have long been a medium for spirits to get their message across or to, to talk to. You know, um, I don't know why uh, more children don't you don't you don't see more quote unquote mediums who are children like you 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 know do adults and some some children are able to retain that ability to speak to spirits on through adulthood um i don't think that that well i am not going to say i don't think i'm going to say i know that that did not pass on to me because um i just don't have that ability to to do that. So, if I did, I never knew about it. <laughs> Man, you know what? It seems really weird to be doing this show during the day when there's plenty of sun and everything, because I'm, I'm used to doing this show late at night, because I always did, you know, like a live show, and it was always late at night, because that's when you want to listen to stuff like this, right? It's late at night. You don't listen to it at 3 o'clock in the afternoon, right? And I'm sitting here in, in the Pair Reality Radio studio, and there's light coming in through the window, and it's, you know, 
plenty of sunlight outside, and I'm thinking, wow, man, <laughs> this is weird. Because I would be in the studio, and I'd have, like, you know, one little lamp burning, and maybe a candle and some incense going, and, you know, have my all my mood on and all that cr crap, and, and here it is in the middle <laughs> of the afternoon, broad daylight, plenty of plenty of light out there, and I'm, here I am doing the show, just kind of talking to myself. <laughs> yeah, I know, really weird. So, what else can we talk about here? We, we're running out of time. we got uh, a little over ten minutes of the show left. Well, you just might as well say, as of right this second, we have exactly eleven minutes left. So, what are you going to talk about in the remaining eleven minutes of the show? Well, we've talked about non-human entities and demons, and we've talked about children being susceptible and more open to the paranormal. I talked about my first paranormal experience. You know, what, what, what about your first paranormal experience? I would love for some people to send me an email and let me know what your first paranormal experience was and how it affected you and maybe how it changed your life. You know about me, uh, that experience that I just told you about set me on this path, this quest for knowledge to find out what in the heck it was. Not necessarily what it was, quote-unquote, that particular night, because I'm never going to know that, but, you know, what it could have been, I guess, would be a, a better way of saying that. So I'd love to hear from you guys out there to know what your first paranormal experience was and what that did to you. How did it affect you? How did it change your life? Did it change your life or did it not? Um, you know, let me know. Send me an email. PR. No, I'm thinking about my old email address. Wow, that goes to the way back. Uh, send me an email, sandman at parareality.com. That's sandman at parareality.com. And let me know about your first paranormal experience. Let me know, you know what it was, how old you were, too, what kind of reaction you had, and, and how it affected you and how it how it changed your life. Did it set you on a new path in your life? Did it shake your belief system? Did it change anything that you do? Or change the way that you believe? Um, I'd be really interested to hear from you guys. And, and I'll, I'll read, the, read them on the air. As a matter of fact, we may just have a whole show. If I get enough people to email me, we may have just have a whole show of nothing but uh, me reading these things on the air and, and uh, basically letting you tell the world about your first paranormal experience, how it affected you and changed your life and what all you did. So that that'd be that'd be great. That'd be a great topic for the show. As a matter of fact, why don't we plan on doing that? Why don't why don't you email me? Let me know what it was. And and when I get enough emails to to get an I think an hours long material out of it, uh, I'll I'll do a show just based on that. And and maybe um, I don't know. Maybe the best one. We'll get to actually be a guest on the show. Hey, that sounds like a really good idea for a contest. See how I brainstorm? See how things just come up? So why don't we do this? I'll, I'll announce this 
not only on the, on the website on parareality.com, but I'll also put this on the Facebook page here within the next couple of weeks. Uh, let's do a contest. I want you guys to email me, sandman at parareality.com, or even just get hold of me on Facebook, sandman.parareality over there on Facebook, and let me know what your first paranormal experience was. I want to know what your experience was, where you were at, how old you were, what your reaction to it was, and how it affected you personally. Did it change your life? Did it set you on a new course in life? Did it uh, shatter your your belief system? What did it do to you? And we'll do a whole show on those. And the one that I think that I think will be the that I will judge as being the the best one of the group will have the opportunity to be interviewed by me on Parareality Radio. And you can get your story told uh, to the masses. Everybody can hear it. And, uh, yeah, you can go from there. So that sounds uh, that sounds like a plan. So that's what we're going to do. So, hey, hey, we have, we have a contest. We have the first contest for the new pair of reality radio. We have a show sometime in the future down the line. Uh, we we have a topic, so here we go. So that that sounds pretty good. I'm glad I did this brainstorming session with you guys. Man, you guys, you're smart. You helped me out with all this. I appreciate it. <laughs> oh man. So getting kind of uh winding down with everything. And before I sign off the air, uh, I want to take a special shout out to a guy that's a very good friend of mine. He's also a uh, a paranormal personality um, here local to the Nashville area. His name is Tony Pratt. For those of you who have listened to my show or even watched my show back when I was doing my television version of Parareality, you know that uh, Tony is a paranormal in- investigator. He's a he's more of a paranormal researcher, uh, a Bigfoot enthusiast, and a UFO uh, enthusiast. And uh, I interviewed him on Parareality Radio a couple of times. He was a guest on my show on Parareality, the TV show, and I've been a guest on his television show, which is uh, Mystery Us. Go to uh, mysteryus.tvheaven.com, and you can check that show out. Um, I was also a guest on his show, Paranormal Nashville. Um, but uh, I want to take a, a just a second and send out a, a personal a shout-out to Mr. Tony Pratt, his, uh, his dad, Vernus Pratt, passed away last month and uh, um, I got the pleasure of meeting his his dad a couple of times who was a uh, actually a, a musician here in the Nashville area very, uh, a well-respected musician a, a great talent and uh, Tony um, I know that you'll be able to make contact with your dad if you just try I know you loved your dad and I know what it's like to lose a parent um, so my heart goes out to you, Tony Pratt, and I love you, man, and uh, I'm here for you if you need me, Tony. Heartfelt, heartfelt uh, emotions here, and um, I'm here for you, Tony, and, and I dedicate this show to the memory of Vernus Pratt. May he rest in peace. Well, everybody, that does it for this episode of Parareality. 
I hope that you enjoyed tonight's ramblings. Let me know what you thought about it by sending me an email to sandman at parareality.com. Also, please remember to visit my website, www.parareality.com. When there, you can find out information about me, upcoming shows, and you can even listen to the show from there as well. Also, don't forget to look me up on Facebook. That's sandman.parareality on Facebook. You can hear the show there as well, and you can also find about out uh, more about what's going on in the world of parareality. I hope that I can gain some new fans and make new friends there on Facebook and with this new show that I'm doing here. My next show is going to be available on Monday, August the 6th, 2012. I don't have a topic yet, so just check back on parareality.com or Facebook for what the topic is going to be. So make sure you just turn on, tune in, and find out on Monday, August the 6th, 2012. I hope that this radio program opens up your mind to new ways of thinking expands your consciousness, and produces a change in the way that you see the world. If you wish to change, you must lift the veil of ignorance that has been cast over your eyes. Only then will you see the true power of the universe. I hope that you have a wonderful evening, and I'll see you again next month. I'm going to leave you a little, with a little bit of Casey and the Sunshine Band, because I am your man. I'm your man.